Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. moves to rejoin U.N. Rights Council. Senate Republicans back Trump as impeachment trial looms. And China reports no new local COVID-19 infection for first time in two months. It's Monday, February 8. I'm Anthony Davis. The Biden administration is set to announce this week that it will re-engage with the much-maligned UN Human Rights Council that former President Donald Trump withdrew from almost three years ago, US officials said yesterday. The decision reverses another Trump-era move away from multilateral organizations and agreements. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and a senior US diplomat in Geneva will announce today that Washington will return to the Geneva-based body as an observer with an eye towards seeking election as a full member. The decision is likely to draw criticism from conservative lawmakers and many in the pro-Israel community. Trump pulled out of the world body's main human rights agency in 2018 due to its disproportionate focus on Israel, which has received by far the largest number of critical council resolutions against any country, as well as the number of authoritarian countries among its members, and because it failed to meet an extensive list of reforms demanded by the then-US ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley. In addition to the Council's persistent focus on Israel, the Trump administration took issue with the body's membership, which currently includes China, Cuba, Eritrea, Russia and Venezuela, all of which have been accused of human rights abuses. One senior US official said the Biden administration believed the Council must still reform, but that the best way to promote change is to engage with it in a principled fashion. The official said it can be an important forum for those fighting tyranny and injustice around the world, and the US presence intends to ensure it can live up to that potential. Donald Trump's defenders in the Senate on Sunday rallied around the former president before his impeachment trial, dismissing it as a waste of time and arguing that the former president's fiery speech before the US Capitol insurrection does not make him responsible for the violence of January 6. If being held accountable means being impeached by the House and being convicted by the Senate, the answer to that is no, said Republican Senator Roger Wicker of Mississippi, making clear his belief that Trump should and will be acquitted. Asked if Congress could consider other punishment, such as censure, Wicker said the Democratic-led House had that option earlier but rejected it in favour of impeaching him. The Senate is set to launch the impeachment trial tomorrow to consider the charge that Trump's fighting words to protesters at a Capitol rally, as well as weeks of falsehoods about a stolen and rigged presidential election, provoked a mob to storm the Capitol. Five people died as a result of the melee, including a police officer. Many senators, including Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell, immediately denounced the violence and pointed a finger of blame at Trump. Following the riot, Wicker said Americans will not stand for this kind of attack on the rule of law, and without naming names said, we must prosecute those who undermine democracy. 
But with Trump now gone from the presidency, Republicans have shown little political appetite to take further action, such as an impeachment conviction that could lead to barring him from running for future office. China reported no new locally transmitted mainland COVID-19 cases for the first time in nearly two months, official data showed today, adding to signs that it has managed to stamp out the latest wave of the disease. The total number of COVID-19 cases rose slightly to 14 yesterday from 12 a day earlier, the National Health Commission said in a statement, but all were imported infections from overseas. Seven of the cases were in Shanghai, the rest in southeastern Guangdong province. This marked the first time China has had zero local infections since December 16, suggesting the aggressive steps taken by authorities managed to stop the disease spreading further from major clusters in Hebei province surrounding Beijing and northeastern provinces. The number of new asymptomatic cases, which China does not classify as confirmed COVID-19 cases, rose to 16 from 10 a day earlier. The total number of COVID-19 cases in mainland China stands at 89,706, while the death toll is unchanged at 4,636. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.